Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Freaking Awesome Show. And now your host, Ange and Ryan. out there. This is Ryan. And this is Angie. And we are happy to have Angie with us tonight because she has been feeling low, 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 low. Been pretty bad. This, this weekend. Um, she got her corona 
the second Corona shot on what day was it? Thursday. Thursday. On Thursday, and would you get the Medina? Medea? Moderna. Moderna. Medea. Yeah. So Moderna shot, and apparently that has gotten a lot of people uh, not feeling good. Luckily, she's she's up and about. For right now. For right now, we'll see how long she lasts tonight. Um, yeah, let's see what's what's going on with us. Anything exciting? I don't think so. No, I mean, you've been up bed all week. I'm having a fever and my arm being red and about to fall off. So I got the one side effect that 0.02 people get called COVID arm. It's pretty bad. So it is disgusting. It's like huge and red. It looks like an allergic reaction. But they said it and they say it's not. But that's the most exciting thing. Uh, Sherry Milliken says, uh, hope you feel better. And what's up? Thank you, Sherry. Fredericksburg Paranormal, how you doing? Hey, Matt. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, the exciting thing that's happened, uh, I mean, I took RJ to Gaines Mill today to get some walk around, maybe get some energy out because he was just running around the house just going crazy here. He has, he has this red bike. He got it from his cousins. He likes to take and run up and down the hallway, knocking things over. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take you out. So I'd walk around, get some, get some of your energy out, because I would probably would have killed him if I had, hadn't done that. Um, so get out to the, to the, to the battlefield. So they walk out, the, get out the car door. I am bombarded with bugs. These little, small, little gnat things are, like, all over my face. It's like whenever I open my mouth to talk, I start eating bugs. Hopefully they're high in protein because I ate a lot of them. And, I mean, I mean, it used to be bad around here when I was younger. I remember the gnats being really bad here. But I don't remember them being, like, terrible. I mean, were they really gnats, though, or were they just, like? I mean, that's, that's, why, that's why I call them. It could be some other kind of bug. But they're small, and they went and they swarmed around your face. Maybe they were not. Yeah, and then you, you put your arm up like this, you know, that's distracted. They go up to your arm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, if I, but now I was like, I look stupid to walk around like this the whole time. And plus, of course, I start doing it, and RJ starts doing it, too. It's actually kind of cute. I might must admit, but he did not like the bugs either. He uh, he was like, oh, they're on my, on my face. He starts running around like this. And a couple of times we were walking through the, in the, the woods of the battlefield, and he'd stop, and he'd look. And they no, 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 Dad, hold me. And, you know, I thought maybe he saw a snake or something. Sure. But I looked and there was nothing there. So, I don't know, maybe he saw a spirit there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I did, I did an EVP. We did an EVP session at Cold Harbor and got a bunch of cool EVPs. Yeah. And we did, I did one with uh, Dennis over at uh, Gaines Mill. And uh, it was over by by the Alabama Monument down at the bottom of the bottom where the creek is and uh this voice came through and said they're leaving me it was really creepy it was really really sad too um but yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he actually did see something out there uh, well tonight is a special night because we have a very special guest we have got howie odell coming on the show with us tonight. Um, when I first started into the paranormal, I, I would go on, I watched Ghost Adventures a lot on TV, and I'd go on, uh, I'd go on Facebook, and I'd post, oh, you see Ghost Adventures, man, this is so cool, you know. And my ex-wife, her uh, uncle, uh, Tommy, saw these posts, and they're like, hey, man, we're going to start a paranormal investigation. Actually, she's, Tommy saw Shannon at a store, at the store, and she asked, he asked Shannon if, uh, if, she want, if we wanted to join the paranormal team. So, and Shannon came home and told me, I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. So ended up going out to Tommy's house one afternoon to, to have our first a- ASPS meeting. I remember it, sitting in Tommy's garage. I think uh, Carlton 
uh, Carlton Lee Clark was there too, and um, we just, just that's how it started. We he, we I met Howie out there, and uh, we've been we became friends, and you know it's been a roller coaster, but it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yes, the rest is they're still making history right now as we speak. We're making history right now on this very show. So super excited to have him on the show with us tonight. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go back to blog talk here. I think I have the right number, so I'm going to go and click on it. I checked, I checked my phone to make sure I had the right well, number. You, you should know. be sure you have yes, the right I should. I do some dinner research, looked at my contacts, and I think I got the right one. So I'm going to go ahead and click the unmute button. And I hope this is the right number. I don't know. If it's not, you're in big trouble. Oh, okay. Cool, <laughs> you scared me. Man. Yeah, hey, man, how are you feeling tonight? Doing good? I'm feeling pretty good, man. It's uh, It's been a long road. Um, you know, good days, bad days. <clears throat> you know, you and I talked. We, I had a bad day yesterday, but bounced back today and uh, – you know, feeling pretty good today. It's kind of fucking good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the thing, man. I guess you got to try to keep a, a steady, a steady, like steady pace as much as as you can. I know there could be, you know, highs and lows, um, but just you can't get yourself too down or too stressed out about stuff, especially now. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, a couple of people are trying to. Probably going. What are they talking about? Well, just so everybody knows, uh, three weeks ago I had a heart attack, and I'm in. Well, now it's four, five weeks now. Well, I don't know when it was four or five weeks ago, but uh, I've been in recovery. So, um, heart attacks and strokes do some crazy things to you. From the fact of you know dealing with new chemicals in your body, from the medicine uh-huh. to depression. To pain, to pain you've never heard before, before, to how you view life. So everything's kind of, uh, you know, Debbie Alexander said it best. I'm going through another cocoon. And, man, do I hate these cocoons. But, hey, it's all good. I'm well, we're just, I mean, just think about what you're gonna, what's going to be coming out of that cocoon when, when it's all said and done. Um, because you'll have a unique, unique perspective on, on life and, you'll be able to help people like you are now, but you've helped people even more who are going through this kind of stuff or have maybe even people who are going through like depression and stuff. So, Hey, this is, you know, I'm going through, you're going through stuff right now, but I've been through stuff too. You know, it's, it's going to get better. It is. And, And this is the thing is I've gone through so many different levels in the last six years of my life of, spiritual and religious and insightful and I've never faced the fact of my own immortality to my mortality like I have this time. I mean, I've been flatlined twice, you know, all that stuff, but it all didn't really take effect till this time. This time was a Uh huge wake-up call and now – I'm looking at life in a kind of a different point of view. And like I said, I mean, <clears throat> you're right. I want to use this as a tool now. We already started a small group that uh, is supporting men, supporting men. And um, we're not going to make that public just yet, but we will be making that public for guys that are out there that that need that, that bro contact that may not have it or have questions for other guys. So that's something on the horizon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the network itself is growing again, even though uh, unfortunately we've taken some serious beatings, not just me, you know, with my condition, but, you know, with the loss of vital members of the death, like Sheila Gay, um, that were vital to the the whole structure. So that's now being looked at um, relationship-wise, uh, how I view things, how I communicate to people, all that's over looked at now. And when I, when I mean not overlooked at per se, what's being said, but overly 
looked at. Yeah, yeah. How, you know, how do I respond to people? How do I take people now? Where, you know, is there a fear? Yeah, now for the first time in my life, I have fear. And I'm like, that's a scary thought too. And I'm like, how does that play out? You know, we went to Fort Mifflin two weekends ago. And, you know, I learned a valuable lesson with that. Because, you know, if I don't eat right, if something is just awfully skewed, it could set my whole personality aside and it'll be a complete different change. So now I've got to look at what I eat, how I eat, when I eat, when my medicine is taken. I mean, I'll be taking meds for the rest of my life now. And I have a satchel that I have to carry with me for the rest of my life. So that's life-changing too. So when you go on investigations and stuff like that, that all has to be considered now, you know. Oh, by the way, hey, Ange. Hey. <laughs> Hope you're feeling better. Oh, you know, just it's <laughs> it's a process. It's a process. Right. I feel you. You know, it's crazy how one, you know, seemingly small minute in time can change your whole entire life and your whole entire view on it, you know? And like you said, it's it's affecting your whole entire life. It's just crazy how that one minute changed everything. Some for the good and some well, for the bad, you know, because you probably needed some of those little wake-ups. I, I did. I, just, um, I think I needed that wake-up call because, um, you know, we've been going through um, different things. And when you said a wake-up call – you know, I think what we went through, we all went this, went through this, sorry, together in the last year uh, with COVID and the changes and how people perceive it. You know, when I went into the hospital, that's the other thing. Um, I just want to make light of that. It wasn't, okay, so Ryan knows how hard-headed I can be and stubborn. So I was a little bit, yeah. He, he kind of expressed yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had actually had five minis before I had the major. And that's the other thing that I'm going to use in the future because people don't understand what they hear or symptoms are not all the symptoms whatsoever. So now, you know, I want to, I'm going to focus on that too and going, you know, health in general for everybody that everybody should be more aware of. You know, and I'm going to be looking at um, maybe doing a, a, another podcast during the week on the network about about general health and psychologically and physically. Um, my schedule changed as of tomorrow, so I'll have more time to do another podcast. So I may do one of for myself um, and still, you know, have the flagship on Sunday nights with the girls. But mm-hmm. I think it way to come out to focus on things that are – that more people should hear. That's That's – that's why I do podcasting. So it is a scary thing. And knowing that all the stuff that we go through and we experience, it's trials and tribulations of life, I agree, but it's also very scary. Yeah, it is. And I remember I, I got that message on from you when, when it happened, and like I was at work. I'm like, oh, crap. And I was like scared the whole the whole time until I figured out that you know you were okay and everything. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely life changing event, and it seems like you're making a positive into a or turning a negative into a positive. That's what I meant to say. Turning a negative into a positive, and you're going to be helping a lot of people with you know any even, even if they they can go back and listen to your podcast too. Like say, Hey, you know, Hey, listen to this, listen to this guy. This guy has been through this and they can maybe come to you and, you know, for support. Um, if they need to talk or if they need to, if they need to hear what you have to say, the podcast will always be there for them. Yeah. That's kind of my view. It's kind of like we do in the paranormal, right? Or, or in, the, yeah, in the supernatural exactly. You go back and you can look at that show. What has this person been through? Through the experience, through the knowledge, um, through what we have learned, through our experiences, that's how we are able to help others and pass on what we know. So, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, 
completely agree with that one is this has given me tools now that I didn't have before. So I agree with you on that one. Absolutely. And, and so, go. if y'all let me just tell me to speak up because I'm kind of soft spoken right now. So I can speak up. Just let me know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not going to take a lot out of you to do, to do so. Um, so before we get started, I really want to uh, mention that our, our good friend, Tommy, who we were talking about earlier, uh, he lost his daughter uh, like right before you had your heart attack. Maybe the day before. Yeah, it was right. She, it was that she passed away. Yeah, she actually passed away two days before my heart attack, and actually, I had the heart attack the day I found out about it. Yeah, so it's it's um, a terrible thing to lose your daughter, and we just want to give our our thoughts and prayers to him as well as the, our thoughts and prayers to the family of Sheila Gay and to the family of the Rift Radio Network as well because I know she was a big part of your network and uh, she was very nice. We had her on the show one time and uh, it was a great, it was great. We had a, had a great time talking to her and um, she is sorely missed by everyone who knew her and uh, we just wanted to give our con- condolences uh, for the losses we've suffered. I'm glad you're still around. You know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so <am I. laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a bonus, that's yeah. Yeah, um, and you know uh, about Sheila. Sheila made people laugh. She encouraged them. She empowered them. She was a strong woman, and when she put her mind to it, we she made magic happen, and she's still doing that. And I believe that wholeheartedly that she's still in everybody's corner. Um, and doing what she did best, and that's to make people happy and feel loved and supported. So, absolutely, today was actually her her celebration of life that unfortunately we couldn't make it to in Texas, but the network was able to send a beautiful standing bouquet, so I was very happy about that part. I was unable to, to travel, as everybody knows. Um, I still got a week before I got serious stuff. Um but I also want to say this. I, I want to give uh, give prayers and sending love to Carlton Clark tonight. Um, he just lost his mother about an hour ago, so our prayers mm-hmm. with him too. It, yeah, we all do. Is Ryan? You know what I'm saying? We it, the pain and the loss of losing a parental guidance is horrific. So definitely prayers out to him. It's it's tough. It is it's the hardest thing to to lose that. Um, like I know I lost my mom back in 2006, and you know I still you still feel it. it doesn't get it, it gets easier, but it doesn't ever really goes away. Um, so, but our prayers are going our prayers to him and uh, his family at this time. But right now I want to take you back and go back in the way back machine and take you back to a conversation I had with you. It was right after, I think it was right after Bell Nemus in like first, second time we went to Bell Nemus and you called me up and said, Hey man, do you want to go on the radio with me? Of course I'm thinking like, you know, like regular AM radio. Right. And I'm like, right. Do I go on the radio? <laughs> We'd have going you on tell full the- spectrum. Do I remember? Did I remember? We did go on the we radio. Did that. Yeah, yeah, we did that, and I'm talking about more of the blog talk thing. We did, we did do the, um, we did do the. Uh, what, what, that's right, that's right. Yeah, although Halloween we didn't really. Day. That oh well, yeah, I remember yeah going out meeting up at the studio at like seven o'clock in the morning or whenever we were out there. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that was fun. Oh man, that was uh. That was a lot of fun. I actually, I know, I, I'd actually forgotten about that uh, until you mentioned it. Like, okay, yeah, you can go on the radio. It, that's kind of but the reason thinking, why I got. You know, was that day when we went out to ninety six point five The Rock, uh, shameless plug, and uh, <laughs> met up with the guy. 
I got the bug that day. I was like, I want to do this, <laughs> you know? So I think All I right. knew what direction. I wanted to like, yeah, that's what I was thinking bug. about. It, exactly. I was um, thinking about it. We went, we went on uh, Full Spectrum Radio, and I think mm-hmm. Steve Dills was on there with us, or maybe he maybe he'd, he'd gone on the first hour or something. And I remember, you know, going on there, and I'm like super – Super nervous because I'm like saying yes sir, to everything they say, and they're they're making fun of me because it was so yeah, weird. That's so weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because we we're all sitting there, we're lined up, and me and Ryan and the other gentleman that was with us were like, "All right, everything's cool." Ryan's like, uh, "Yes sir," and "Yes sir," and, and <laughs> they chop over and goes, "You don't need to keep saying sir," <laughs> you know. And I was like, "That's funny," <laughs> you know. But yeah, the, the the thing to that is I had done radio before that because I ran the radio station, the the uh, school radio station at the academy I was at. So I ran that for two years. So I already had that radio personality in me. But, you know, when you and I got there, you, your energy was kind of like hyper, hyper, but it, it was like, yeah, you belong here. It's like even though you said the sir thing, you were just – you were in there. Your claws were in it. You were like – I kind of like this. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I thought you were, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of like that. I'm always, when I start the show, you know, even Angie can vouch, I'm usually super, like, Oh, my God. Nervous. He's so nervous. It's crazy. <laughs> and he's still, like, he's still for, it takes him hours to calm down after the show, Yeah, I, too. I don't get to bed till like, 1 or 2 o'clock. I mean, I really think he, he, like, spazzes out about it for days before the show. Yeah, well, and it doesn't matter true. who it is. He could just be talking to paranormal news and not talking to anybody, and he's still nervous. <laughs> yeah, it really goes it's away just... from me. <laughs> you know, it, it probably will never, and I think that's what makes your personality because that's what gives you that charisma because people can relate to how you feel when you're doing it. Even though you've been doing it for six, seven years now, you, people mm-hmm. can still relate. So that's, that's, and yeah, I, I, and it makes me chuckle still because I'm going, that's so funny. Why are you still stressed? You know, but I get it. Why, I mean, it. why are you stressed? I really, you know, I really don't know. I'm always afraid of saying something stupid. I'm always just afraid of the show not doing good. I'm afraid of like not having, not knowing what to say. And it's just and all of those things will eventually happen, but you know what? You just smile and nod and move on. I think for me, it's just the 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 call before the storm. It was more like just once it gets started, I start feeling better. But <laughs> and by eight fifty nine, I'm good to go. You know, so because <laughs> it starts eight o'clock, you know, you get it. So. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. It, so, all right, so you were talking about that first conversation. Yeah, when we had it with Dennis and uh, with Matt, Dennis and Matt around your right. top, around your dining room table at your old house. Yep. Yep. Going old school here. Went old school. We actually had the mic uh, hooked to, to uh, Blog Talk link, and mm-hmm. that's when Blog Talk really cool. I have to say that because – Right now, me and Blog Talk are a little bit at odds, and they know it, so it's not something that I need to hold back. But, um, you know, a lot of things changed when they got hooked up with iTunes and all the other stuff. But I do remember that we had cups of coffee. We're like, keep them flowing, keep them flowing. And I remember you sitting there, and you did the same thing to Dennis and Matt, the whole yes, sir thing. And I'm going – Calm down, man. Have another cup of coffee. It's all good, you know? Yeah. And, and Have coffee. Like, Calm down. That's... <laughs> yeah. Right? That's what, that was the thought back then. But, uh, yeah, I Hello. remember that. And I remember that we actually had a really great conversation that night with the with them. So, yeah, I remember that. Cool. So, when I, I started, we started doing the freaking awesome show. And then on the on full spectrum. And then we went – Holly and I went off and did our, our – our Divide Network. But you went and started um, a radio on a radio show program on the – on uh, yeah, Full Spectrum. Was it, no, was it Full Spectrum Radio? Yeah. 
It was called the no. Most Radio Network. I started with URN Network, and URN. That's right. That's I, that's right. Then it, then it became Full Spectrum, I, I think. Right. Yeah, I worked. Right. Uh, I worked the co-host for Sons on his show, um, Onyx Nights, which last mm-hmm. weekend we just had so nice, and it was great to have a reunion with Brian, and we got things built. Um, I also got up with, uh, and for a year, worked with Matt and the Paranormal Outlaw uh, on the flagship, uh, Full Spectrum. And then I took a hiatus because my life was changing. Um, Then I came back, and I was like, I I miss it. So I got together with Michelle Harold, and her and I created our own podcast, again, on the URN Network. Um, and that was a great show. I really enjoyed it during working with her. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to step away for a little bit because I had to focus on personal issues. We won't go there. <laughs> and we all then, uh, and then about a year later, I, or maybe two, I don't remember. I went back, and then Matt had taken over URN, and it went from full from URN to full spectrum network, not just the show. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started the Rift radio show itself. Yep. When when you were, what was the show you had? What was that with Michelle Harold? What was that show called again? I do believe that was Through the Light. Through the Light. Yep. The light. So when you, um, it was a spiritual, you, a spiritual show. Yeah, yeah, it was more spiritual yeah. based than paranormal based. You know, we had people um, like Tim um, and well, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of people on. I just can't remember everybody, but you know, uh, people that I've never met before. And I was like, oh, cool. And, you know, I got to meet new people that way too. So that was that was really neat. That was a new experience for me because I was actually supporting role for her. It was I wanted mm-hmm. it to be her show. I did the studio. I worked the board because I already had a huge grasp on how blog talk work. I mean, I could do it with my eyes closed now. So I was like, it was more focused at Michelle, um, and that's what I wanted. The, the show was really about Michelle. But we we had we had great times. We had some funny times and. Yeah. <laughs> so the Rip Radio Show, that that was, what would, what would you what you have in mind when you first started that show out? What were you what were you trying to accomplish? Like, was it more a paranormal show, or is it just what were you looking to do with that? You know, it's that's a great question. I I wanted it to go back to old school radio. Uh, like, I'll say some names right now, and people are like. Who is that? And people that are from Richmond area will be like, oh, yeah. I wanted to take the show and be more like Kirby Carmichael. I wanted that uh-huh. show. Yep. I wanted, And I wanted them to know they can call in and talk to me and share stuff. And the name came from because I'm a Whoian. So it came from Doctor Who. Um, so many of my friends are Who, And it's so embedded in my blood that uh, the name just came out, The Rift. The Rift in Time. I know what you're and talking like about. Yeah. So so the 11th Doctor. How... I know. I know. Amy Pond <laughs> in, her, in her bedroom. Yep. <laughs> hey, so hey, I'm going... I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Well, that actually came out in the 7th Doctor as well, believe it or not. Oh, really? Um, and that's – yeah, that's where I got it from. But when it reiterated it, it, I took it and went ran with it. And I'm like, that's a perfect name, The Rift. Think about it. That's just – has balls to it, you know, the rift. Yeah. So uh, I took it and used it, and I wanted the show to be uh, uh, for the people, people that don't get the spotlight, uh, people that should be heard, and others too. And it wasn't all spiritual. It was paranormal. It was supernatural. Uh, It was a mix of everything. So I kind of fell in love with it, and I had some incredible co-hosts on that show as well. So – did the travelers come along with the Rift radio show, or how how did they, your followers, for lack of a better word, how did they become <laughs> known as the travelers? Was it 
when the the Rift show, radio show came out, or was that more when the network started? You know what? That's a great question. It really is. Um, actually, the Travelers started with with the Rift show um, because we're all in this together. We're all Travelers uh, in this universe, a multi-dimensional place that we exist in. So we're all traveling together. So it's not people who follow me. It's people who follow with me. So mm-hmm. these are wonderful who saw what I was trying to do and asked me and wanted to know what I knew. So I'm like, okay. And that, that again, travelers, that's, that's used both in Huian, Doctor Who, if you will, and in Mason. So it, it kind of just fit. I'm like, we're, we're, I'm the cosmic surfer, and we're all on our surfboards in the universe doing our traveling. So we all travel together. There's not one person that's better than another. So it actually started from the show. Um, that's my fans. That's what I started calling them, and then realized my fans were way mm-hmm. more than just fans. They were they They're family. Supported me. Exactly. They yeah. they were my, my my social media and my dear close family too. Absolutely. When did the um. When did the Hitman persona come out? Like when you started wearing the the glasses and the the hat? Was that during the like during no, the rift, or was that during like? Yeah, no. Uh, the Hitman persona came out as I was actually sitting with a friend one night, and we were we we're sipping a little bit. But I was being straight out honest about shit, but and that's what I was known for. And I did have the glasses. Me, the the rims are just me, man. You know. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen you with glasses before. I mean, so that's, yeah. that's 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 always been a part of you know who you are. Exactly, it's just my personality. But from that, you know, that particular friend looked at me and said, "Dude, you're like the paranormal hitman." You're like the hitman. You want to, you know, because actually one of the other things is I want to make sure people knew that there were fake people out there. And this is – look at the real life to what you see and what you hear on radio, what you see on TV, that there needed to be some realism to um, what's going on. And that's that was my whole premise. Um, and – so the hitman came from a conversation where somebody actually called me the hitman because I'm a huge fan of Brett the Hitman Hart, and I always saw him as speaking the truth. He wasn't going to lie to his mm-hmm. family. He wasn't going to lie to his friends. He, he spoke the truth. If you liked it or not, tough tittle diddle, and that's how I came about because I was very bold when I came out on the rift. I was in your face. I didn't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter if you like me or not. You're going to respect me. I'm going to earn respect. So that's actually where the hitman came from. And then the cosmic surfer just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's my, my hippie side. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. There are times that I'll, I'll read your, some of your posts. And I'm looking at I'm like, I have to read like three or four or five times. Two, two, I'm like, what in the world is he talking about? Then, and then you read it, and like, I can see what he's talking about here. But sometimes it takes a while to understand, like what you're talking about when you go on your your cosmic uh, surfer rants. <laughs> sometimes, but, you know what? That's a good point because even I even still do it when I'm talking, um, mm-hmm. or you know, around because they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Then and they realize, okay, he's speaking Howieism. You know, it's kind of like. Yeah, so, you know, Yanni with Yoda. Yeah, you know. It's yeah, you're like a like, like a really long, you're like a really long fortune cookie sometimes. Where, right. And it's, it's, and it's yeah. stuff you say it's very deep, and it's like, wow, that's that's really it's really it's really. I wish I could have said that, but yeah, sometimes it feels like I'm reading a really long fortune cookie. And, and that's <laughs> the point. Better than the fortune <laughs> we just got. Yeah, we, we got a fortune. We got we ordered Chinese food. This is what fortune we got here. It's really creepy. Like it kind of creeps me out a little bit. Uh, she wears. Oh yeah, it says. You, you laugh. laugh now, but wait till you get home. 
Oh, that's yeah. spooky. Isn't yeah. that weird? Like that is creepy. Okay. AF. That is. Is my food poisoned? Like yeah, what? I know. That's uh. Look out! I know. I'm glad I haven't had that's kind of... eating my food yet. I'll see what happens to but her. You know what? Before I start eating it. Which you did. <laughs> when it comes to me, though, that would be one of the things I really look at and go, okay. What does that mean, and do I need to take heed? Because I look at signs now. Um, yeah. I look yeah. at there's, signs are all through our life, and people miss the signs every day. And numbers and billboards, license plates, they're all seen anywhere. And back in the day, it used to be called schizophrenia. It's bullshit. It's not schizophrenia. It's, mm. it's natural. It's the universe talking to us. And, and as a matter of fact, a perfect example, I was going into work on Friday. And as I passed Patrick Henry, by the way, for everybody that knows, I live in Scotchtown, uh, which is the home of Patrick Henry. Um, so I'm passing Patrick Henry High School, and, you know, I look over, the Tom says what it says, and then it turns, it's 112 degrees. What in the hell? <laughs> you know, right. I know. You passed through hell on the way to home or something? Yeah, right? So I didn't even think about it. I get to work. There's some serious changes that took place at work, and they pulled me into the office. And I get out of the office, and I went, wake up call, start seeing your signs again. And I went, damn, think about it, 112 degrees. That was warning me. That was telling me something's about to happen. So that kind of woke me up to to what I've been missing. So we miss these signs, and we should really focus on those signs. And that, that's another thing. We talk about the speech. We talk about how I talk. Sometimes I do speak as a riddle, if you will, but it's a lot of times meant for people who may need to hear it but not understand it right away. But then they mm-hmm. hear it and they like they think about it a couple of times and went, Oh shit. You know, like yeah, that's I I want people to think about what I say because it's impactful. I like to be impactful because it gives meaning to life. Well, uh, you've been you've impacted a lot of people when you decided to uh, go away from full spectrum radio and uh, start the Rift Radio Network. How did that get? How did that come about? When did, how did you decide? Like, hey, I want to do my own thing here. I want to I want to start my own network. Give other people a chance to, you know, give their points of view. Uh, how did that come about? That's another good question. <laughs> I knew you were going to come at me, so I was I'm full of them. I've been doing this for six years, man. Shit, I know what I'm doing. Damn. <laughs> sort of. Well, how it it happened, me and Sheila had started to talk, and I spoke with some others, and things were going on, and I'm like, you know, this is good, but this is bad. We can do things our way and the way we want to do it and just go, you know, there's changes that could be made. More people, like, I'm not going to say anything negative. That's, that's not my point tonight. But we could give a voice to the people for the people. And more people needed to be spotlighted that are in the ditches every day, every weekend, um, mm-hmm. comparably to people that do Facebook Lives and do the podcasting um, and that are regularly seen at all these conventions. Well, what about those groups that are out there every weekend busting their ass to get what they want to call evidence and research? They need to be heard. They should be you know, spotlighted on. They need to be seen. They're the ones that people should hear. And then I, started, I, I grew into spiritualism and, and the supernatural people. They're all in all these fields in cryptozoology and ufology. So – that's actually how me and Sheila came up with the network um, because of giving back to what was given to us. And we wanted to let people be heard without conflict and go to a show or be a, on a guest on a show and not have to worry about being belittled or, or talked down to. And that was our goal. And, I think we achieved that goal. Uh, I was really, and I am really happy about how it came about um, because we looked at it going, we could do it our way. We could do it better in some ways. And 
we have the freedom of creation, you know, to create and to give other people out there. As I, I came to you, Ryan, and say, mm-hmm. I think you would be a show. I think you'd be a great host. I think you can do this. Let me give you the opportunity. If you don't make it, that's okay. But if you do make it, that means I did what I needed to do, and that's spreading the word just a little bit more. It's funny. That's the exact reason why uh, Holly and I started the Vibe Networks. The same reasons you were telling you said giving people a chance to have their show, have their points of view heard. You know, like you said, if it doesn't work out, like I tell people, when they do a show. Look, don't take it too seriously. You know, you have a you have a good time. You're not professional. You know, I'm not paying. You know, I'm not paying you. You know, just go ahead, have fun with it, and you know. Don't be like me and get super nervous every time you do a show. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's great for us to be able to give people a chance to to come on and maybe, you know, who may not have thought about having their own show, you know, or maybe oh maybe, yeah, I guess I guess that is a good idea, and then they start doing it and, and they really succeed um, with right. it. Um, when you when you uh, so you have the Riff Radio show and you have the Riff Radio network, right. when did you decide to change your show to the Orion Effect, and why did you choose that name as the name of your your new show at the time? Well, that no, absolutely. Well, at first, the reason why is I needed to separate the show from the network because the network had created its own identity by then. It was bigger. Mm -hmm. The the network was bigger than me. Let's just put it out there. So I was like, I need to separate the show. People are going to get confused between the Riff Radio Network and the Riff Radio Show. So I sat one weekend and went, huh. And I was looking at the stars, which you know I have a tendency of doing. And it all came full circle. Um, seven years ago, I created the Orion Effect Theory that it, it's kind of like Mercury retrograde, but it's twisted, and it makes complete sense to me. And I, I have it posted on the page and on my page and my open profile because uh, many people ask, what is the Orion Effect? And where did it come from? Well, the Orion Effect is my personal theory of the universe and how it affects humankind to life out in the universe and its energies. Because we're affected by the universal energy every day. And I was like, it's right there. And um, the other thing is, the ironic part is, I was listening to Metallica, and one of my all-time favorite songs is the, you know, Orion off Master of Puppets. Uh, shameless plug. Uh, well, and I was like, oh my God, all clicking. All of this is clicking. I'm like, the Orion effect, my own theory, the Orion, Metallica, which we had that as our opening for the longest time until uh-huh. I was come down. <laughs> um, which, you know, legally I could still I can still use now, but I can't use Metallica's version. I have to use another. But um, that came about all in one night was the music, the theory, changing the name to the Orion Effect. And then as that changed, so did my persona. That's when my persona started to change into the steampunk. Steampunk version you see of me now is all mm-hmm. came about the change of the Orion Effect. So when, when, you, when you changed it to the Orion Effect, was it like all of a sudden you're like, okay, I changed this, I'm going to be this person now, or was it like a gradual thing, like oh no, add you know, do the glasses while I'm doing the show, or and then oh, I like this hat here. Maybe I'll try this on. I'll become this person. Was it like a sudden thing, or was it more of a gradual? Like okay, this is where this is where I'm this is where I'm heading. Right. Um, actually, what started taking place was the the cosmic surfer was already in that part of the Orion effect because I was like, that's that's me. Uh, and I'm like, all right, but over a period of time, people uh, in my family, I, I started to watch them as they grew, and I was like, 
I'm holding back. I was holding myself back from becoming that persona of who I wanted to be, who I knew was in me. And that, 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 that change is happening again. Um, mm-hmm. let, real quick, before I go any further, I have to say this. I'm going to give mad props to Titan Sports or, you know, if you want to say wrestling entertainment, WWE, because they are the top notch when it comes to promoting anything. They are the yeah. most. I learned promoting. Yeah, WrestleMania's this weekend. Right. I learned a lot of my techniques and understandings of my persona from wrestling, and that's how it kind of I gather it. There's there has to be change when you get when you have change. People, you grab people's attention. What is he doing now? What's he going to say now? <laughs> What's going to happen next? And that's how that actually started to flow. Uh, with the Orion effect and going into the steampunk, because I've always been steampunk, but it's like I say this, I've always been steampunk closet. <laughs> so yeah. I've always been in the closet about steampunk. And I think the show allowed me my freedoms of actually coming out of being who I really am and, and my persona, my personality. So it allowed me to be free there too. So it kind of all, again, started the flow and my persona came out and. Uh, you know, everything about me started changing, and, and there's another change coming. Uh, you know, the hitman's about to take another change in persona, but it's going to be different. It's going to be it it's is all, beautiful. It's evolution, evolving. It's evol- you know, you've got to go evolve the times, man. And and that's another thing. We go back and look at Motorhead, and and think about we go back to wrestling one more time, and I think you know evolution that that whole crew and then the theme song it 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 means something to certain people and we are now in a part of evolution a lot of us podcasters have been out there for so long we are evolution and we're encouraging other podcasters so not only are we evolving but so is podcasting and you have to because there's so much, so many people, so many podcasts out there that it's it's if you don't do something different or try something different, it's just going to be the same. And you don't want you don't want to be this part of the like the ants. You know, you want to be you know stand out. You don't want to be a worker ant. You know, you want to exactly. be the, the queen ant. Well, you know what? That's the other thing. I'm not out to be better. I'm not out to be not better, better than it's anybody different. else. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Well, it's, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't mean to sound better. I said that, that's what I, not what I meant, but no, no, different. No, no, it's not. But a lot of people have come across, and I, I've actually had this. Believe it or not, uh, this comment was made indirectly to me at a convention up north, and it made me chuckle. The comment was, who the hell does he think he is? And – you know what? I put it out there. I said, I'm the hitman. I know who the hell I am. And if you don't like me, I really don't give a shit. Because I am who I, I am. And, yeah, nobody can take that. Yeah. You know, this is a pretty popular guy who made this comment. I'm like, for you to make that statement proves to me your character to begin with. So, you know, I am the hitman. The paranormal hitman of Virginia. And then... We watched, Kat and I watched a, a funny movie, well, an old television show, um, Mork, Mork and Mindy. Oh, and, I love that. Oh, yeah. I love Mork yeah. and Mindy. Right? So that's where some of my personality comes from is all, all the, who I used to idolize. And, you know, Robin Williams was one of my idols. And I'm going, wow. But there was a moment where the spaceman met the weirdo. In the show, and he said, "We are," and I, I was listening. He goes, "We are spirit migration engineers," and I'm like, "I fucking love that for an Anglo-Saxon." <laughs> but you know, it, it's exactly right, and that's where on my profile uh, it says that. You know, it says the hitman of the paranormal hitman of Virginia, but I'm also a spirit migration engineer, and I'm gonna. We have T-shirts come out for the Rift Network that state that, so it's kind of exciting that's awesome. and funny. But that's, awesome. that's, that's mm-hmm. 
And the other one we have is Life is Like a Ouija Board. Uh, that was another little quick antidote that we're going to have on T-shirts that came from Stephen Arcantello. Me and him came up with that one night. You know, Life is Like a Ouija Board, and it has a little tracer on it. So those two T-shirts will be hitting the market hopefully this year. So we're excited about that. Oh. And I'm excited. To I'm definitely ordering. I'll definitely be ordering a couple of shirts for Angie and I. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, it's going to be super a exciting. Well, we are about five minutes left to go in the show here. Um, so this is time for you to plug whatever you need to you want to get out there. Um, talk about your network, where people can find you guys, and, yeah, whatever you floor is yours. Yeah. Um, I don't, we don't have a lot as far as the team. And, yeah, I'm going to give a mad plug because we're not out social media-wise, but a definite huge plug to my girls, um, to Brittany Papillon and Brittany Ferguson, to, uh, of course, to Kimberly Dale and my better half, Katrina, Kat, um, and Steve and Liz Cutsalo, Uh those members who make up ASPS now, All Seeing Paranormal Society, uh, that's being written and stated, and uh, it's a great team. And we're not one of those teams that wants to put a whole bunch of stuff out there. However, I'm out to progress the paranormal field and bring in or bring back to the field the stuff that I do know now. So we're excited about that. We did Fort Mifflin with the girls. That was awesome. I had a great time. Um, you know, if you were, if you're looking to get in touch with us, you can find us at blogtalkradiotherift.gmail. Well, sorry, gmail.com. You can message us there. You can find us on Facebook, um, the Rift Radio Podcast Network, uh, or you can go to any of our shows. Um, of course, you can look up the Orion Effect itself or find us. You, we're all over the place. Um, I, I pride myself in promoting, so you, it's not hard you to do find a good job of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to make sure we get mad props to Cabinet 360, uh, proud sponsors uh, of our show and of the network. And, you know, you guys, Ryan and you, Dennis and Angie and all y'all, your support for our network as we support y'all. Um, you know, the only thing I'm going to say is this, man. Live life to its actual purpose. Don't sit and allow thoughts and emotions and life dictate you. Start control, take control of your own life and start dictating your own life because it's too short. And we're seeing that now. Uh, People are passing away left and right. They're moving on. And uh, we're getting older. These things are going to happen. So start living life to its fullest and Stop being fucking scared to do it. Yeah. Well, that's there. That's great advice, and um, I just want to say I really appreciate you coming on the show with us tonight. Um, you've always been a a big part of my life, and I'm really happy that you're in my life. And look forward to uh, some of the more adventures we're we're gonna have together out there. Hopefully, I'll be able to join you I, on some of your investigations with all with the SPS. Sometime in the future, I, 2021, but 2022 is going to be the big year. I, I yes, think definitely. I see in 2022 for us, for both crop and for ASPS, and for the cabin 360. 2022 is going to be a a year if we if we apply ourselves to the right direction and apply ourselves in work ethic. 2022 is going to be amazing. We just have to do the work to get there. Can't argue with well, that. I can't wait for that. See what the future holds for us. I really don't want you to get cut off mid-sentence because sometimes Log Talk will do that. Some of the other, but I'm gonna go ahead and let you go, man. Hope you have a great night. Hope you feel start feeling better, and you take care of yourself. And we'll get together sometime soon. All right. Will do. I appreciate it. And thanks, y'all, for having me on. It was. I wish it was two hours, but. This has been awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. All right, brother. We didn't get cut off, so that's good. Nine o'clock, so it's good. I know you need to need your rest, and you take care of yourself, and we'll talk soon. 
Will do. Y'all have a great one. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you, too.